Hello, and welcome to episode number three of Eye-Opening Moments, where you hear stories of adversity, encounters, and perspectives. These are real-life stories that can lift your spirits, give you some food for thought, or move you. I'm your host, Emily K. Tan. In this episode, you will hear about dead people, what someone said, and don't forget the most important. A moment of adversity called dead people. As I sit here at my desk writing, I ponder how many people I have killed. I mean, I killed off in my mind. I mean, crossed off, deleted, ignored, pushed out, ejected, tossed out into the garbage can. Sad, but true. Some people deserve it. They darken your life and put stains on your life. Who needs them? We need people who will enrich our lives and bring beauty and joy to our lives. Take my boyfriend who cheated on me. Doesn't he belong in the sewage? Take my mom who didn't raise me with love and care. Shouldn't she be disposed of in outer space? Take my friend who doesn't care to speak to me because we no longer live in the same city. Shouldn't she be deleted? As I sit under a big oak tree, shading myself from the bright warm sun, I can see myself holding a bunch of daisies. What a beautiful scene. But before you know it, I am thinking and plucking off one petal after another. Each petal represents a person, and each petal plucked off represents me discarding the poisons in my life. That person who humiliated me, I say goodbye. That person who pretended to be my friend because they wanted something from me, stay away. That person who talked behind my back, you are not my friend. As I sit on my comfy couch, I wonder why there seem to be more cruel people than kind people in the world. Why is there always more bad news than good news on TV? As I look out the window into the gloomy skies, I can think of more dead people. He who left me waiting for hours, how inconsiderate was he? He who promised and then broke promises, how hurtful was he? She who embarrassed me, how unkind was she? As I sit writing alone, I am alone. As I sit plucking petals off daisies, I add more ugliness rather than beauty to the world. And as I sit wondering why the world is so cruel, I realize that I too have contributed to its ugliness by killing off so many lives. Let me banish the dark thoughts, bring sunshine to others, and give us humans another chance for only we humans can make the difference in this world. Take the ex-boyfriend who cheated on me and let me learn forgiveness. Take mom who didn't raise me with love and care and know that she did the best she knew how. Take my friend who lives far away and doesn't talk with me anymore and treasure the beautiful memories of our friendship. 
that person who humiliated me, may I learn to let go of ego. That person who pretended to be my friend, may I work on spreading kindness instead of vengeance. That person who talked behind my back, may I work on sharing instead of hatred. He who left me waiting, may I practice more patience. He who broke promises to me, may I practice more words with power. She who embarrassed me, may I learn to stay calm. Undoubtedly, the next time I gather daisies, I shall not pluck petals off. I shall see its beauty, value all that it has to offer, and not add to the dead. Importantly, I shall contribute more to the beauty in this world rather than to the ugliness. Moments of Encounters called What Someone Said You never know how something you said, maybe in passing, could affect someone in a very negative way or a very positive way. Whether it is positive or negative, what you say can make an impact. It could be something short and quickly forgotten, but it could also be lengthy and never forgotten. Whatever it may be, words matter. You never know how you could affect another person from what you said. I once sat down for lunch with an acquaintance introduced to me by another friend. She asked me why I had come to this island. I told her I needed to go somewhere far, far away because I was still reeling from a big breakup. She then told me that she had a date recently and the guy never showed up. She was so upset that she decided to write men off and never date again. She asked, would you go out with a guy again? I said, even though I am heartbroken, I would still be interested in meeting another person. She couldn't believe that I would because she said she wouldn't. I then said, if I don't, then I wouldn't experience all that life has to offer. Whether it be good experiences or bad experiences, I'd still want to experience them because when I write the book of my life, I don't want to have blank or boring chapters. A heartbreaking chapter would be better than a blank chapter or a boring chapter. While other people can say things that impact your life, what you say to someone else can impact your own life too. This conversation with an acquaintance left me remembering my own words and reminding myself to live life fully. I wouldn't want empty chapters to the story of my life. When I was a kid, Grandma would every so often say, You are stupid. You are as stupid as a pig because you come from your father. I'm sure I didn't feel good hearing it as a child, but I never realized how much that statement impacted my life until decades later. When I was a teacher, people said I was smart. When I went into business, people said I was smart. My boyfriends and friends said I was smart too. 
I didn't know why they said it. I didn't believe them all. I heard it more often when I was in business, so I began to think. A lot of dumb people must surround me. That's why they think I am so smart. I need to surround myself with some smart people. My colleagues insisted that I was brilliant when I told them I was not. Then someone said, Why do you think you are not smart? I had to think. Then it occurred to me that I thought I was stupid because a long time ago, Grandma told me I was, and I believed it. It wasn't until I realized it that I began to change my perception a bit. But for decades, I thought I was stupid because Grandma said so. Scary, powerful, and sad. How the words of someone could affect you to the core of your being, your identity, and your self-esteem. Fortunately, as an adult with several decades behind me, I discovered how far I came with improving self-esteem. I had boyfriends who told me that I was unique, and I thought it was their opinion or that they said it to make me feel good. By the time I had a boyfriend who became my fiancé and said it, my reaction was a big surprise. We were in the car, and with smiles he said, You're special. I immediately said, I already know that. I said it as if it was a fact. It was not me being cocky or arrogant. That was me who had grown and gained a lot of self-confidence through life experiences and personal development classes. He wasn't the first to say it to me, but when he said it, it was the first time I realized I had regained the self-worth that I lost as a child. So even words you heard before can affect you at a different point in your life. I once sat down with another friend for lunch. We met every week to chat and catch up with each other. In one conversation, I shared how I looked at sample questions for a Chinese exam I wanted to take to teach Chinese in high school. I said it seemed extremely difficult and I would not be able to take the exam. I never formally studied Chinese linguistics, history, philosophy, culture, poetry, and literature. So I would not take the exam with over 4,000 years of civilization. I was very disappointed. I had previously considered majoring in Chinese in college, but ended up studying something else. It seemed that all my efforts to get somewhere with Chinese eluded me. My friend then said, So, you're going to quit? Those words stung me to the core. I felt a mix of anger and irritation. My reactive response was, Of course not! I'm not a quitter! Her words gave me the motivation, the push, and the action to do what it took to prepare for the exam. I went looking for books on all the subjects related to Chinese, bought them, and started to read them, to self-learn. I wasn't feeling it to be overwhelming and challenging anymore. I felt driven to take action and get ready for the upcoming exam. Aside from reading all the books, I also took an intensive language course. After a few months, I took the exam and passed. 
Amazing how someone could say just the right thing to give you the fuel and motivation to move forward and achieve what you want to accomplish. On another occasion, I walked over to the neighbor's house for tea and a chat. She had an infant child and was often home and bored, so my visits were welcomed. One time, I shared with her how I had been trying to decide whether I should quit my safe and secure job to go into business. I told her I had been thinking about it for almost two years and still could not make a final or definitive decision. If I quit the job I loved, I would risk having an unstable income, and there was no guarantee of business success. If I didn't go into business full-time, I'd never give myself the chance to make millions and see if I could do it. Going into business was risky and unpredictable. Staying at my job was secure and predictable. No doubt, each had its positives and negatives. Which one would I take? Unexpectedly, or to my surprise, my neighbor said something or made a comment that made me instantly decide what to do. I couldn't believe it. It was just one little comment, and I finalized my decision. I had already spent two years torturing myself with indecision. At that moment, I felt joy and relief. It was like a huge burden lifted. She said, if you don't do it, you'll never know. You'll always wonder. The words didn't seem like anything earth-shattering, but it was clear to me that I had a need to know. If I succeeded in business, it would be great. But if I didn't, at least I would know. And I needed to know. As it turned out, I did fail, but I found out. And though I didn't make millions of dollars, I have no regrets for the decision because I learned so much from the experience. I did so many things outside the box and had an adventure of a lifetime. Even now, or since then, I have carried those words with me. Whenever I am debating with myself on whether I should do something or not, I remember her words and instantly decide I should, most of the time, do it because I always say, I don't want to be old on my rocking chair and saying, I wish I did it or I wish I tried it. I shall not live with regrets of not doing something I wanted to do and wishing or wondering what if. Life is limited, so we must live it fully. As the world was in a pandemic, we were all stuck at home. The longer the lockdown, the more depressing it was getting. I decided to practice my foreign language with a language exchange partner over the phone. Since all you could do was talk, talk, talk with someone over the phone that you could not meet up with at the time, it wouldn't take too long to get to know a person. I shared many stories about my life 
and he shared many stories about his life. Sometimes, when they were sad or challenging stories, he'd ask for more details, or he'd ask more questions. Sometimes it would irritate me, and he'd notice me being annoyed or irritated. But then he'd tell me that he was asking because he was interested, curious, and inspired. And then he'd say that his life was a bit boring because he followed the traditional path of doing what his parents wanted. Now he wished he had explored what he wanted to do. He said, you have such an abundant life. This short sentence gave me a lot. I call this sentence a gift from him. Though there are many ups and downs and good and evil in life, I always thought I had a miserable life with too many challenges, one after another, and for me to overcome. It wasn't until he explained to me how I have such an abundant life that I felt a tickle, an itch, for the first time in my life. It was like doing something for the first time or discovering something for the first time that I felt a little joy that there is indeed abundance in my life and that I should appreciate my life. No doubt, there are no blank or boring pages in the chapters of my life. Be careful what you say. What you say matters. The little things, the few words you say, can significantly impact someone. Since it will happen anyway, do you want to make it positive or negative? A moment of a perspective called Don't Forget the Most Important. Who is the most important person in your life? When I was a teenager, I thought it was my first boyfriend. My life seemed to revolve around him, and I depended on him to fulfill all my needs. I was greatly disappointed because he did not complete all my needs. As I grew older and matured, I realized the expectations I put on to my boyfriend were woefully misguided. I had no right to lay such expectations on him. No one person can fulfill all our needs and should not. I came to believe that a different number of people fulfill our needs. While that could be true, that was still not the answer. Some people say it is family. I beg to differ. Not everyone is close to their family. Though they could be significant people in your life, they are not the most important. Others say it could be friends if you don't have a family, but I beg to differ. If you lost the most valuable person in your life, some people would say that you'd understand or agree on who was the most important. I would still beg to disagree. What about those who have no family or friends? Maybe their most important is their pet. If they have one, I'm afraid I have to disagree. Who is always there to help you when you have a challenge? Who is always there to support you 
and give you strength or hope? Who is always there to know when you have accomplished something? Who is always there to feel your joyful moments in life? Not one person you know can do all that for you. Wait. There is one person who can always be there for you. It's you, yourself, and you. Don't forget, the most important person in your life is you. Only you are always there for you. You can't even run away from being there for yourself. Since you can't escape yourself, be there for yourself. Lift your spirits when you are down. Acknowledge and enjoy your achievements, no matter how big or small they may be. Feel the comfort of knowing you are always there for you. Remember, you are the most important person in your life. Though I killed off many people in my life, I shifted the negatives to positives. Though small phrases were said to me, I learned that words carry great power. Though family, friends, and pets are important, I remind myself and acknowledge that I am most important. Next week, you will hear three new real-life stories called Dare to Get Near Me, The Goodbyes, and Diamonds Are Indeed Forever. If you have any questions or comments about an eye-opening moment, you can email me or go to inspiremereads.com. Thank you for listening.